everyone, and welcome back to One on One with the Canon Podcast Show, brought to you by WCANmedia.com, which is right for today and ready for tomorrow. And with me in the studio is Laura Cowan. And she's my host for today, and we have a special guest with a special talent in a very, very special, shall we say, industry that he is part of, and he is... I'm Alex P. Michaels. Okay, and Alex, we'll be talking about the cinema industry. That's right, the cinema industry. All this and much more right here on 101 with the Canon Podcast Show right after this. Greetings, I'm Samuel Hampton II, producer at WCAN-TV. WCAN-TV is currently looking for quality programming for 30 to 60 minutes. If you have a message that you would like to share to the world, please contact me at 440-836-4591 or at tvwcan at yahoo.com. Thank you. Hello, my name is Shelly Mathis and I am CEO and founder of Shelly Mathis Counseling Services. We specialize in mental health, trauma, and also substance abuse with an expertise in depression and anxiety for individuals, groups, couples, marriage and families, and also child and adolescents. If you're in need of assistance, give us a call at 330-577-8548. Thank you. Hi, I'm Joseph with Power to Become, an executive director with the John Maxwell team, bringing transformational training around the globe, making a difference when it makes a difference. We want to connect with you. Go to power2become.org or .com and connect with us now. Hi, my name is Dr. Marlene Carson, and I am a survivor of domestic minor sex trafficking. What is a survivor, you ask? Well, I survived sex trafficking as a child. I thrive in business and ministry, and I'm here to help you revive your dead dreams, visions, and purpose. If you would like to connect with a survivor community, please reach out to www.rahabshopeofohio.org. That website address again is www.rahabshopeofohio.org. And welcome back to one-on-one with the canon. Let's talk about Alex and what he does in the cinema industry. Why that profession first? Oh, because I have nothing better to do with my life. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. Um, as people because I'm an Emmy-winning writer and award-winning filmmaker and comes with the Cleveland Seminar. I actually just want to be a writer, but I started to get enthralled with cinema and especially movies about uh, what you call the film noir genre about the good versus evil. And so I write, like, crime stories, but I write a little bit of science fiction. Well, let's talk about quickly, Alex, the yeah. good versus evil. Yeah. Is that a popular type of format for this time period? Well, if you look at, like, the crime dramas in a broader sense, like even the superhero shows about good versus evil, you look at uh, how many cop shows you have. Oh, and the original Law & Order is actually coming back. Is it? Yeah, they took it off. Uh, it was on 21 years. They took it off. Right. And now, they're, now it's coming back again, you okay. know, and stuff. So... People have always been enthralled by, um, you know, good versus evil, the challenges there and stuff. So let me ask the question, why did they remove it, um, as far as you know? Well, as far as I know, it had been on way too long. There's another Law & Order, Law & Order um, Special Victims Unit, um, SV, or SVU, that's been on like 24 years. Oh, 24 it's, years? It's the, mm -hmm. it's the longest television show on in America in prime time. 
Gotcha. He broke the record of another show was like Gunsmoke. Okay, you know, I that remember that like, gun. Hey, that ran Gunsmoke for a long was on time. Like twenty, yeah, Gunsmoke 20 was the original show that was on like twenty some years and stuff. You know, people don't think about it. You know, and so people, um, especially with all the injustice going on in the world and stuff, you know, it's just like in our nature that we want to see good triumph over evil, but sometimes it doesn't. And sometimes things get blurry in the line between things like, I write like film noir and some of my cops and stuff are not so honest and some of the criminals are more honest. So it it's kind of a blurry so line. So the world that we live things. in and the events that we are now, should we say, come, so come by is perfect timing to bring that back, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've I, and, you know, I feel like... Um, kind of bad with it too as far as being the screenwriter because I, I got screenplays out and I donate a portion to help well, we're going to talk about that so you got you do a lot yeah. we're, we're going to get to that screenplay yeah, yeah we get to that too. we're going to get to that okay that, like, yeah being the crime writer just said okay. feel like that you got to give back and help real victims you know? okay. you so don't want to exploit people right so you're doing I mean you're actually using your type of platform for if I may say cinema therapy I'm going to give a fancy a name. little bit yeah okay. cinema therapy yeah right now, right yeah right okay. now because you're my stories resonate with people. Some of them are older and stuff, but I like a friend of mine watched one of my movies 10 years ago and she didn't like it. She didn't get it. But then she came back to me and she started talking about when she watched it and she remembered every little nuance of it. And to me, that was a great thing as a writer for someone to watch something for 10 years ago and actually come back and remember. And I think as an artist, you want that. So you what about to remember what, what about syndications for your movies? Paramount Pictures, Universal mm-hmm. Studios, just to name a few. So what direction... Are you going in reference to your your movies? Well, right now it's a whole different time period. There's a there's a lot more platforms. There's Hulu. There's Netflix. There's Discovery. There's it's true everywhere. You know, there's platforms that you didn't have years ago, and they're mm-hmm. streaming. I used to actually shoot 16 millimeter film and Super 8, and the first camera I bought digital was a Canon XL1. It was like four thousand dollar huge camera. Right. And now I can shoot. And that was 720 times um, 480 for the nerds out there. Okay. <laughs> but now I can shoot 4K on my phone and edit it with color correction stuff. And so, like, we have Everyone's more avenues open to us that we didn't have before. And audiences who want to see um, different stories. You know, like, I have a lot of diversity in my story. Yeah. Latinos, right, whites, right. blacks, whatever. So you, so, you know, all that. Okay, so uh, mm-hmm. uh, this is actually competition with the big networks out there. Netflix and Hulu. Because I have a, a Amazon contract uh, to put one of my shows on there. But since the pandemic, we, we stopped. Yeah, <laughs> Amazon. They, they, we can go to Prime Videos. But I never picked up with it because uh, the pandemic started. Okay, it was oh. called uh, the Jubilee Hour. And they, I had to do all the artwork with their particular dimensions and resolutions. But we went through all the red tape. The pandemic started, and we just never went with uploading programs. But I still had that active account with them. Oh, we had to talk, man. Oh, <laughs> we had to talk now. Old, it's an older show. Well, like, After Darkness is <laughs> an older show that was actually uh-huh. on TV. And what we did was we got sponsors, uh, like one sponsor, Lucy Switzerland, the Velvet Dog, and Massimo's de Milano. And... I guaranteed them they would be on the air because I bought the airtime. Okay. Kind of like mm-hmm. the pay programming and right, I pay, pay on the air for the sponsors because back in the day, people were like, I don't want to be on, on streaming, streaming. But now it's like, that's it. Everything oh, yeah, streaming is like, yeah. everybody has to go that way. Awards mm-hmm. and the most Emmys. And, no, but you have you know, to say, Laura, you're, you know, you're sitting over there quiet. I mean, like, it's I'm like, these ooh, spider in the uh, corner. You know, I'm okay. ooh and I like the cinema thing. And, and it's just fascinating, really, what you're doing. Yeah. And especially you giving the victim the platform to tell their story. Oh, yeah, because that's that's why I connected with you years mm-hmm. ago and said, you know, and stuff. And, um, and one of my stories is a Santa opens a place to help victims of real sexual abuse and stuff. And so I actually talked to the people from the Cleveland Rape Crisis Center, and I had to, like, tone down some of the stuff that happens in the story because the real life um, 
as you know, the real hive horror is a lot more horrific. Yeah. Because if you look at, there's a movie, a classic movie called Vertigo by. Right. Um, and then there's um, Psycho by Alfred Hitchcock. Right. Mm-hmm. Psycho is based on the true life story. Okay, I, I know but that. But it's a lot more horrific than but, you know, the movie. That was what you're you saying know? for those upcoming uh, cinematographers and people who get into the cin- uh, cinema industry. Uh, you don't go in with your program all the way. There's going to be some additives and takeaways in order to get that program where you want it to be. So I strongly suggest that you listen to the networks until you get yourself in the position to pave your own way. See that? Well, and that's what we, I, I mean, I, I know a lot of people around in that. But the price that's in it, no, this is the way I got it. I want to do it like this, but you're still there. You're not even out there yet. Oh, right. yeah. I, I, I go with that, too. I had like a very usual, but the good experience, too, like had a, um, there's a contest called the Dream Builder Celebration by Jim Freeman. He's a white guy. He's a white guy. He started a contest to help black writers. And the first year I entered, I lost. Second year I entered, I won the What Angels Fear and it went on to one Emmys. And and it's real unusual because they own the rights to the movie, but I still own the rights to the script, so I can right. resell that script. We still sell that yeah. script. Yeah, and gotcha. I wish he had took more liberty with the script and did different stuff, but he stuck close to the story. I know it sounds weird, but I want him to see a more broader thing, so I'm hoping like to sell the story to someone else and they can take liberty with it. But then I have a bunch of stories I write. So some stories I write are close to me and I want to produce and keep, but other stories... Yeah, I can sell them, and you can do what you want to do them, you know? Okay, so you have a multitude, you have a multitude of stories yeah. that you can keep or give away. Oh, no, sell, not give away. Okay. <laughs> but then, too, like, I have other writers who have helped um, produce their stories, too, you know? Mm-hmm. And writers should learn that sometimes that you need to have your own voice. Like, if you look at um, Sylvester Stallone, who did Rocky, he wrote Rocky. He demanded that he play the part, and that was a good choice, but he was already working on other stuff in the industry, working on other movies like the Lords of Flashbush. So he was making some money in the industry. Okay, but, but look at the position. that he wanted to do. But look at the position Sylvester Stallone is in. So he can almost make, you know, yeah, walk down his, yeah, he can walk well, down but, his path. When but he not wants. back in that day when he made Rocky, he was just mm-hmm. an actor. And that but was he, the first, he couldn't make it, but he kept the story because it was personal to him and he wanted to do that movie. But yet they gave into this. Mm-hmm. They okay, did. Now, but I guarantee you, Alex, if he would have came in spanking brand new into the actor's arena, mm-hmm. he wouldn't have got away with that. Oh, yeah. You have so, to, so he has some time. That's what oh, I'm yeah, saying. Oh, yeah, like me. Yeah, yeah you have, have some to be, time. Like, I, I've been around for a little bit. You have to be around for a little bit, you yes. know, but mm-hmm. some stories are personal and you want to do them and you want to tell your vision and story, but then some stories are like, okay, I can sell that. Like, uh, Quentin Tarantino, he sold, um, what was that, um, Killing Zoe, in order to get the money to make Reservoir Dogs, you know? Okay. So, and then, like, um, Clint Eastwood, he didn't want to do more Dirty Harry's, but he said, hey, I'll do Dirty Harry if you let me direct. Right. Play Misty for me. And they said, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's the first. It's a, it's a two-way street. See that? Yeah, yeah. But, you well, know, you know but, but Alex. Give and take. Young people coming into the cinema industry doesn't know the negotiation policies. You have to negotiate sometimes. Yeah. That's true. I've had actors who will come to my auditions and productions and want like union prices like well what have you did before nothing no well, how I'm can like, they get union okay, prices then you want me to pay you what i'm going to pay somebody you know you haven't paid your dues mm-hmm. everybody needs to pay their dues or to um so wait a minute you actually got newcomers coming in with union wages oh That's yeah they wanted they wanted union wages what? they want big money and i act myself and do other stuff for myself so i've been around for oh too long mm-hmm. <laughs> but i've been around for a while you know so i get to uh They've done a lot of stuff, made a lot of connections and stuff and everything, you know. And so, you know, there are more avenues open for people nowadays, too. True. That's and very true. Particularly I, the streaming part. You know, that's yeah. very open for oh, everyone. Yeah, yeah. And the the lady who did the TV show, Insecure, she started as like, a, was it Awkward Black Girl? Mm-hmm. And, you know, so some stories are personal you want to do. So 
you can like start your own show tomorrow and get it out there. The main thing is get out there, get known, That's be in it. other people's movies, work on other people's productions, have connections, because that is the real key. People have got to see who you are and know see, who you and are. See, and that's what I have done, okay? So since I'm a portal producer for the Discovery Channel, I'm connected. Mm-hmm. Now, once I'm connected, then you can get out there. A lot of people don't know how to connect. Now, in the cinema industry, it's just a little different, okay? Because you got more of territory to cover in the cinema industry. But on television, it's a quite straight, it's just a straight path. It's easy to do this if you have the, the talent and the equipment that you need to do it and yeah. the connection. The See, people don't understand the connection. Mm-hmm. But what I think with television is that it's hungry for content. Like, you don't, like, it takes, like, I did a movie, um, Lucky as while back. It takes years to make a movie. You really don't need another movie, but you need television constantly. Constantly. Mm-hmm. You need new content. You have a poor, poor little comes up. Uh, all, everyone has their own streaming thing. You know, you need TV constantly. So you need to feed right that now, stuff. you know what they're doing? Mm-hmm. They're shooting for programming for 23 already. But they need at least 52 weeks of programming in yeah. order to start airing. Oh, so you just can't gotcha. get a contract, mm-hmm. okay, and they only have one show, <laughs> and then you got to shoot next week. You got No, no, they want all that together. All of it. All yeah. of it. That way they got mm-hmm. 52 weeks of programming. Wow. See, that's what people don't understand. And that that was one of the great things that Tyler Perry did. Where right. He would shoot, um, he spent like two years shooting five years of a show. Mm. So it was one time the writer's strike came up and no one had new shows except for him. Yeah, that's what got <laughs> him. He's, smart. you know, he's working on a lot of different shows and stuff. And he's finally opened up. He says he's going to open up to more different writers because you can't write everything yourself, you know. But So have you made contact with Tyler Paylor and try to uh, bring no, some ideas? Tyler, if you're out there, I would love to. Well, see, what that's all you see. But then again, yeah. Yeah. all you have to do is do a messenger or a Try to find his uh, his mm-hmm. management and say, "Hey, I'm a yeah. I'm a writer and blah 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 blah." And that's right. He it, might it, say, it, "Hey, it, hey it, what do you have?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, that's a great thing too. And I put like the reason about go back to screenplays. The reason I put my screenplays on Amazon, right? I belong to a lot of writers group on um, Facebook, and so they say, like, "How do you get a?" I, I guess I my script on curators and no, no, you publish your work, and if it's published, then. Um, someone can adapt it, and it's already it. medium, so you can't. So it's not unsolicited. Like you know, the, the Russo brothers could go on, or Tyler Perry could go on Amazon and pick Easy. up one of my screenplays right. and stuff, you know, and adapt it. But stuff, they have, you know? but see, he has to know about it. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, that's see, what, that's the key. That's, that's the why key. I'm constantly online and see? and doing interviews and now, doing stuff. Yeah, to get uh, out there. what I'm doing here, okay, I need, I want to get my my license or certificate, whatever you want to call it, for ACE. American Cinema Editors, but they have five years of television. So that's why I need a television contract Mm -hmm. that I can get my Automatically, I can get my ACE certificate, and all you need is someone that has their certificate. They have to contact you and look at your footage and recommend you. Once you go into that database, Michael Bay, anybody can get a hold of you. Net it. See that? Wow. So I'm working on my ACE. That's why I'm trying to get a television agreement with someone. That, yeah. Uh, and that way I can get my license. And that piece of paper on the wall goes a long way. Yeah. Oh, you, yeah. You can, add, you know, you can do Star Trek, Transformers, and everything. Oh, yeah. And, again. and the person who taught me how to edit a long time ago, he actually edited uh, the first movie for Star Trek, the Star Trek motion picture. Oh, I love so, that one. Robert so, Mike. yeah, so he taught me how to edit, and, and that's been years ago. Yeah. Uh, so then I, I have picked up my own little uh, my own little stick and started running with my own self, okay? But now I'm going to the next level with WCA and TV. I need to get that ACE certificate that way, even though if I don't use it, right. mm-hmm. it's still a powerful piece of paper. Oh, yeah. See, that, and it will generate other avenues for me. So we got to know how to network in this industry, and there's plenty of room to navigate through. It's not closed off, not oversaturated. Oh, yeah, not like years ago, still like I said, like, that's the thing like, about, like, like the Amazon Kindle publishing. Right. Publish my things. And now I got like the books into like 
um, the libraries. I always wanted to be in the library, being a writer. Mm-hmm. It's like Cleveland Public Library, Cairo, Shaker Library, and it's a bookstore in Cleveland called Logan. It's in Shaker, it's called Logan Beer, as I meant, and Max Bookstore, I'm doing the um, January 9th, I think I'm doing the book signing at Logan Beer. So, so you're doing the book signing coming up? January 9th. Oh, January 9th. Yeah, yeah. Okay, where's that Logan at? Logan Berry's in Shaker Heights. is on Larchmere. Oh, okay. The books are already available. Okay. Like, if you went to pray to some website, you can see, like, the books and get the Kindles. But it's important, too, to um, support the local bookstores, you know? So what's and the book about? Um, well, there's two of them. There's What Angels Fear, which is the Emmy-winning movie, the one I was saying about the contest that we right. got. And the other one's Out of Darkness, Cleveland, which is based on it. It's kind of a science fiction kind of story. It's about a Latina police detective in an alternate reality who, when she goes to sleep, Turns to a shadow and eats bad guys. Okay, so it's kind of like you have a you have a you have a toned down version of Venom. Okay, <laughs> yeah, kind of Venom. Yeah, like a little yeah. Venom thing. Yeah. You, know, you like to eat the bad guys' heads. Okay, <laughs> she she does that in actually. I'm, I got to do a comic book version of the story because okay, the uh, we did a TV show a couple of years ago. We couldn't do the effects though, but there's one version where she devour someone and so but I'm gonna do a comic book version of it See, I used to do a lot of effects I have a program uh, that they use FX effects and now I'm using oh, yeah, uh, FX. yeah and I'm using uh, Adobe After Effects now for a lot oh, of like my After Effects yeah yeah so that's what I use a lot of my uh, do a lot of my graphics on for my intros I use you, Adobe you, After Effects and FX I right? used to they have Adobe Rush which is an yeah. app which you can get for your iPhone. Right. So, but okay but, I mean it's incredible the yeah, technology but, it, is just but like, it's wild. not the full blown version of after Effects, which you really need. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. You, I mean, that After Effects with those templates, it can make somebody who comes from a department, local department store to a super chain because mm-hmm. the imagery does it. You know, I learned this. What captures the audience is your intro, mm-hmm, okay? Yeah. yeah. You got to have something that's going to work. It's like grab them. Yeah, mm-hmm. grab them. It's oh. like attorney. Attorney, you know, mm-hmm. the first 40 seconds, how you talk, that's yeah. how you can get that jury. Yeah. See that? And actually, it's funny. I I'm not an attorney, but I play on TV, and I work with a lot of right. real attorneys. And one friend of mine is James Levine, who's a real-life attorney, but he's also found the Cleveland Public Theater, and he's an actor, too. So right. he's really theatrical See in his presentations. He has to. You know? mm-hmm. And I learned a lot from writing TV, researching TV back in the day, Star Trek. They also have the teaser. Right. So the teaser things, like that action thing. So like in Out of Darkness, you got to go online and see the, the first version of it. Mm-hmm. There's a, a thing that happens in the first teaser that then the rest of the show comes on, and you're like, Wait a minute, that makes no sense. Sense, no, it's like it don't Complete. tie in. Yeah, so my mm-hmm. shows, I want when people watch them. It shouldn't make sense the first time you watch it. You know, you should have to watch it a couple of times before it makes sense. Hey, Laura, you can jump mm-hmm. anytime yeah. you want to, Laura. Yes. I just <laughs> have to cut your mic off, yeah. okay? Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah. interested in all this stuff, but that's why I, I like to see guys like you hold like workshops for people right. who don't know the jargon, the lingo, and what's going on, and you know, it just helps. You know, get a little time in the community to give a workshop or two. You know, I was kind of looking at you, and you weren't moving. I was getting ready to throw some dirt on you. Okay. 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 I want to do more, but, like, you know, the whole COVID cut. Shut down. Oh, so why you gonna do that? Yeah, I know. I know. Why? Why? Well, you know, like actually, with my book signing, uh, in January, I'm gonna talk about the way I write screenplays, which is right. kind of very weird and visionary. I I dream scenes with my characters, mm-hmm. which is kind of good but kind of bad because I have characters who I've been writing about for years, but I still don't know their first name because they haven't told me. You know what I'm gonna do? I have to wow. cut you off on that. I'm gonna bring my daughter in this because she's into screenwriting. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Great. And so I'm gonna bring in have another podcast and you and her and we'll do a podcast because she really wants mm-hmm. to get into writing uh, movies and she oh. has a, a bachelor's degree in um, cinema industry. Okay. Wow. Uh, whatever that is. What she called. So, but she really wants to get in. That. You know, a while back, uh, while she was in in college doing her um, her major in cinema cinematography or something, whatever that's called. Anyways, uh. 
I did a, uh, well, I guess like eight minute flick for Sundance film festivals. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. And so we shot that. We shot that on, actually, we shot that on 16 millimeter at that time. Oh, yeah. Okay. And so then I uh, transferred over and I edited it through our, my nonlinear system okay. and I sent in the Sundance. Yeah. You know they turned it down because I messed up. They wanted really raw. I put my FX effects into it. I mean, I had lightning. It's a horror picture. I had lightning coming mm-hmm. out, striking people. I had figurine dolls moving all over. So we put uh, a string, real light, real light uh, fishing string. And when it's yeah. time to to have the dolls fall off, somebody would be down, pull the doll, <laughs> pull the doll <laughs> off of it. <laughs> okay, so uh, and, and we even did green screens. Have a, somebody have a glove on yeah. and hold a doll like this, just move yeah. it. You key it out. The dial's just moving. So I do yeah, a lot yeah, of green yeah. screening, too. Oh, yeah. But they turned it down. I paid $500 to put it in there. It said, oh, wow. we didn't want wow. that. I lost mm-hmm. money on that so some, because they didn't want a professional is, like is that. It, is it finished? Yes, yeah, done. It's a statement of flick. You know what? Hey, like I, like I said before, you know, MGM's still making money off the Wizard of Oz. You know? Yeah, so. If a movie's done and people. It's not done. It's just an eight minute flick. That's all. You know, oh, for, short, for a film short, festival. Short, 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 short film. Yeah, there's a lot of shorts out there. Like yeah, that. short film. So. If you've done a movie that's entertaining, you can yeah, put so. out there people. It's a horror picture. People can see what they want to do. Yeah. <laughs> it's a horror picture. So yeah. it's called a figurine. So these figurines <laughs> come back to life. Wow. You know, little dolls. <laughs> not like the killer tomato. Yeah, like the killer tomato. But I'm just telling you how political it is when it comes to cinematography and the cinematic industry. Different from television, see, so... Well, I've known a lot of people who've done, like, short movies. Yeah. And they've actually did features because of the short movies. Of course, the short movies. Well, yeah, so as long as you, you get out there and someone likes it, it's like, hey, i put some money yeah. for that. I still have. I'll let you see it one day. Yeah, I guess. It, yeah, sounds, it yeah. sounds cool, though, yeah. Yeah, I did a lot of special effects. Lightning coming out the eyes and everything, little explosions on the wall. That sounds cool. Yeah. And then I detoned the voice, you know, the spirit speaks out, you know, so I somebody <laughs> say something, wow. she's mine, so I take it and detone it, she's mine, yeah. <laughs> you know, and put a little rumble behind. It. So I like special effects though. That's why I like Adobe After Effects. I like all types of special effects. We gotta talk about it. No, we don't gotta talk about, about it. No, we yeah. don't. I'm just telling you. Yeah. No, we don't. No, we don't. No, we don't. No, we don't. There you yeah, go. Yeah. Open that door. I see you open the door now. You, no, I ain't open the door. You mentioned no. you do something, people are like, okay. No, I'm just like, you know, see that. So I don't know that the kind of work I'm doing. I just do graphics for intro and out for the television. Okay. You know, so you know, all the special effects. So I even have the program. That predators use to make you liquefied. Mm-hmm. I can I can liquefy a person. Oh wow! Ooh, <laughs> All right, and this this room right here, Yen, it used to be a green screen. The whole oh, room wow. was green. Oh, the floor was green. So I used to shoot wow. a lot of okay. things here and then wow. put them on. So I I mean I do a lot. I used to do a lot of green screening. Yeah. But I just have a little small one downstairs that you've seen in the studio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So is... I used to do a lot green screen clothing. <laughs> wow. So that's how you make things float. Yeah. Put a guy in a green screen. I mean, close, yeah. close him up and put a ball in his hand. And then all you got to do is, um, you're the recipient. So what I do is throw the ball to you. You put your hand up and put a sound effect. <laughs> there it is. The ball comes. <laughs> that's how they do it. <laughs> the guy just actually threw the ball towards you and you caught it. And I just put a sound effect behind it. That's it going through the air. Oh. You, you cannot say you do special effects. To, to you, a fail, to a filmmaker <laughs> who has a story which has special effects, oh, I can't do it. I, to tap you for it. You yeah, know? Come on, I'm dude. sorry, man. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have. That's like I shouldn't have exposed you. I have see? some gold in the back. Uh, would you like some? Yeah, oh, see, sure, sure. sir. Hey, he yeah. he recovered from alcohol and I put beer back in front of me. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I used to do a lot. I used to do a lot. Yeah. You know, so I learned little things from mm-hmm. cinematography. You know, I'll take a camera and put it on the ground and get an ant and blow it up. 
and then superimpose Ooh. it. Oh, I bet that. <laughs> and there's your giant ants. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's little secret things you can do. Mm, I'm a buddy of mine who I met, um, so, Tony Isabella, who created like Black Lightning and everything. Right. And he, I want to work with him on like a horror movie and stuff, you know, because he loves like those monster kind of movies and stuff and everything, you know. And those, those would be so cool to do, like a '50s kind of like. Uh, them, you know, the, there was them. a giant ant movie. Remember that? Yeah, the fifty. Yeah. Remember the Hollywood? I yeah. love them. Oh yeah, those mm-hmm. those kind of movies would be an audience today would really love those kind of movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> they're, sound they're cheesy. They're I mean, they che- can be cheesy. They be movies. Yeah, they're cheesy and be movies, movies. But as long as they're entertaining, yeah, they're entertaining. people will go for that. I love like, it. Yeah, but see, what television and the cinematic industry, those are two different industries mm-hmm. right now. Because well, you got, I mean, you have more work in cinematography and cinematic industry. You got to do location shootings and everything. Television, you have a nice studio with a lot of equipment in it. So I, you, I, I, I think, not so. to disagree with you, but I, I think yes and no, but I think they kind of feed off each other too. Because in a degree, a, but. You have a lot of, like, movies that... Like look at um, Mash, which was a movie, right? Was a book, but then the movie, then the TV series. I'm I, saying, far as the actual working in it, okay. Oh yeah, but when it goes to TV, it's a whole different. story. It's a whole you know? different story. You got right. one environment, okay? You know, yeah. so I'm doing a talk show. You got a nice talk show design set. That's it. You need to do a sand, uh, uh, a sand edit there, okay? So you need to be in sand. So you go to the Mojave Desert. You got to fly there, put all the equipment out there, wow. and do your shot and use your wow. drones and everything. See, we don't do that in television, my friend. I I, I know, like I. I like um, I'm sitting here like in the studio right? I'm looking like yeah think of the justice and I use right. my story I did like one of the episodes of Avatar Darkness I think there's about like it's a 30 minute show but I think there's about 12 different locations in that 30 see minute show. look at that but you know I was trying to add value to the screen and then we had a lot of sponsors who paid money well, for you're the supposed show. to do that so oh yeah we had to like we had the Viva Dog to pay do money for it so we got to use their location you know? But you know what I do though mm-hmm. yeah Okay, so I do the show. Hey, I like to put my commercial in your show. I mean, your audience is huge. Their commercial's done. I just put it on. Well, we did that with, <laughs> See? We did with the Richard Avdarks. We did, like, we had a uh, part of it where we had the Cleveland Breaking News. And what they would do is they were the news channel that acts as like the Greek chorus for the TV show. Right. So they'd be like, okay, we'll be right back after word from our sponsors. And our sponsors, we would make commercials for them and put in the show. Mm-hmm. So we had an avenue and you didn't know where the show began and the, and the commercials began. And so now we could redo the show and put in different sponsors and stuff and different commercials. And that was... You know, oh, it was that was that was a part of planning how to pay for the show, mm-hmm. but also it didn't upset the creativity of the show, the story. Who's editing for you? You get different people, don't you? I have different people. Right. Over the years edit, um, buddy. You know, I haven't I haven't done shows in a while, so I, you haven't. Nah, I got like the new show because you know putting people together and actors and crew, and we were shooting, um, I've darkness Cleveland. Then um, this little, uh, well, you know, some some kind of. Virus kind of hit, mm-hmm. and that kind of stopped all that thing. And I lost some of the actors and stuff. And people See, a lot of people want us to. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of people ask WCA and TV to do editing, but we don't have time to do that either. You know. Really? So, oh yeah, that's the yeah thing. yeah. yeah. It's, it's, that's a long process. I mean, okay. if program is done, you just got to stick them together. Right. You know. So you know, if you had your program, you had the way you wanted. You got, yeah, like my program's done. It's just okay. Like, so if you had like a you had like two hundred edits, you go one ten. 14, you're going back to forth, you know, so mm-hmm. you can stick them together on the storyboard. Okay. Yeah. You know, so, you know, and then your special festivals add, it's already done to it. Right, yeah. Okay, so, so you just add it to the editing part of it. Mm-hmm. But I don't even have time to do that now, so busy with television. Yeah. I had to get that out there because his gears was yeah, yeah. His yeah. smoke coming out of his ears. <laughs> I, I got boy. stuff to, I got stuff to. <laughs> so yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? Guess what? Guess right. what? Right. 
The old clock on the wall said that's all. It's time. It's time. Time is up. Wow. Time went by fast. Hey, listen, we, we really appreciate you being part of one on one with the Canon podcast. And uh, mm-hmm. if they like to contact you quickly, if they need to do something, what must they do with the contact uh, information? Go to preludesima.com, P R E L D E, the number two, C I N E M A. Or you can Google Alex P. Michaels. I, I'm, I'm Googleable. He's Googleable. Yeah. I'm Googleable. Yeah, you Google Googleable. my name, I come up with stuff, yeah. And if that's too fast for you, what you need to do is just email all questions, comments, and concerns, all correspondence to canonpodcast at yahoo.com, and I make sure Alex will get the information. Well, until next time, as always, we thank you for being part of this podcast, and always remember, it's better to have truth with division versus unity with error. Until next time, take care.